Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you learn super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about a toxic fish that could help save lives, new secrets about the people who once lived in Machu Picchu, and a study that looked at the benefits of breastfeeding. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. Lurking in the waters off the coast of the Pacific Northwest is a spiny little fish known as the Korean rockfish. It's kind of boring in color, so it's not easy to spot, but if you do see it, you've got to watch out. Those sharp spines can deliver a toxin that'll make you wish you had never met it. Korean rockfish, eh? So just how bad is the toxin? (laughs) So to be perfectly honest, it's not life-threatening, but it'll really sting, and that sting can definitely get infected. But there's a twist here, because researchers have recently discovered that this little guy might actually hold the key to fighting deadly infections in patients with cystic fibrosis. Ooh, gotta love a good redemption story. The Korean rockfish isn't so bad after all. Love it. So what's going on here? Is like, is it the toxin that's helping people? Nope. To really understand what's going on, we need to talk a little bit about drug-resistant bacteria. I do know that's a huge problem, actually. Infections caused by bacteria are treated with antibiotics, right? But lots of bacteria can adapt to those so that antibiotics don't work on them. Am I getting that right? Yeah, exactly. That's a problem for everyone who gets an infection or who winds up with a drug-resistant bug, but it's especially a problem for folks with cystic fibrosis. So many of us have a protein called BPI that can actually seek out and kill bacteria. But people with cystic fibrosis have thicker, stickier mucus. And you know what loves to live in thick, sticky mucus? Bacteria? Yeah. So they tend to get a lot of infections. More infections means more antibiotics, and more antibiotics means more drug-resistant bacteria. But do people with cystic fibrosis have that BPI protein you mentioned? Can't that help? I'm actually glad you brought that up. The infections can be so persistent and the inflammation so great that their immune systems actually neutralize the BPI. Because their bodies have such a hard time fighting off infections, they can suffer from sepsis, organ failure, and even death. So wait a second, where does the Korean rockfish fit into this whole picture? Okay, so our spiny little friend. Researchers know that most creatures create their own versions of that protein, BPI. Oh, the bacteria killer? Yeah, and they had a thought. What if some animals out there made a really powerful version of BPI? They examined proteins from mice, a Japanese oyster, and our Korean rockfish. And guess what? Uh, Korean rockfish for the win. (laughs) Its BPI protein was so potent that it could find and destroy drug-resistant bacteria in a matter of a few hours. Wow, that feels like a breakthrough. Why is it so good at destroying bacteria? That's a good question. Turns out that they live in a zone that is full of a specific bacteria called P. aeruginosa, which also happens to be one of the prime drug-resistant culprits in the infections suffered by those with cystic fibrosis. That all sounds pretty incredible. Like, what's next here? More research. Oh, a uh, very common refrain around these parts. 
Yeah, it really is. But scientists think this could one day lead not only to effective treatments for patients with cystic fibrosis, but to anyone suffering from a hard-to-beat bacterial infection. The Korean rockfish might give you a little sting, but we'll cut him some slack for his potentially life-saving super protein. On a drizzly day in 1911, an amateur American archaeologist named Hiram Bingham was led up the side of a Peruvian mountain by a local named Melkor Ortega and a few others. After some scrambling, they found themselves facing dozens of incredible and ancient stone terraces. Walking further, they found the ruins of houses built with intricate and precise stonework. These were the ruins that would come to be called Machu Picchu. I have always wanted to go there. I actually didn't know it was only rediscovered in 1911. Right? And even though it was rediscovered over 100 years ago, it turns out we are still learning some of its secrets. Ooh, I do love secrets, so spill it. All right, so researchers have done DNA tests on some of the remains found in the city and have confirmed something interesting. The people they tested weren't locals. Whoa, wait, what? Like, the people who live there weren't actually from there? Okay, well, let me back up a second. So we know the Incas built Machu Picchu probably sometime in the 1400s. They think it was basically a massive summer palace for the Incan emperor Pashacuti and was home to somewhere around 750 people. That number includes members of the Incan royalty, visitors, and servants. The male servants were called Yanacona, and female servants called Akla were given to the Yanacona as wives. So these Yanacona and Akla served the royalty together. But who were they? Okay, so the remains they tested were from the servants. Exactly, yeah. It turns out they were a pretty diverse bunch. They tested the DNA of over 30 remains of people they believed were servants from the four cemeteries at Machu Picchu, as well as the modern DNA of folks living in the area, and they found that most of the males came from the highland regions, and the females came from all over the place. Okay, so did they see an ad in their local paper for jobs at this crazy new royal resort in the Peruvian mountains, or what? <laughs> Ugh, if only. Researchers believe that a more likely story is that they were people captured in battle or taken from conquered lands. And the thing is, genetically, they were all pretty different. And that means that most, if not all of them, came to Machu Picchu alone. Without their families, in other words. Right. Lead researcher Lucy Salazar from Yale said that these findings show that Machu Picchu was a pretty genetically diverse place, especially compared to the surrounding villages in the Andes. And that helps them paint a more nuanced picture of daily life in this incredible spot, high in the mountains above modern-day Peru. Here's a question. So now we know more about the servants. How much do we know about the royalty who lived there? Well, I said we've learned some of its secrets, but not all. Researchers still have a lot of questions about the lives of those living at the top of the world. But if they make any new discoveries, you'll hear about it here. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. Would it be considered disrespectful to hike to Machu Picchu in a full Emperor's New Groove costume? <laughs> I think that would be amazing. Can I be Yzma? Of course. <laughs> my spinach buffs. Oh, my voice is too scratchy right now for that. I just see that sky today. Talk about blue. That movie is fantastic. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Did you know that the United States has the highest infant mortality rate of any wealthy Western nation? That is alarming. It's definitely alarming. So even though infant mortality rates are declining just about everywhere, in the U.S., they've remained a bit stubborn. But a massive new study shows that there's a 33% reduction in infant mortality rates associated with a very simple act, breastfeeding. Wow. So doing something that mothers have been doing since the beginning of time actually reduces infant mortality by that much? That's one way to look at it. But like in so many of the studies we talk about, this one shows correlation. It doesn't prove causation. Got it. In other words, breastfed babies were more likely to survive, but they don't know if it's simply because of the breastfeeding. Yeah, exactly. But the correlation is really strong. Like I said, this study was huge. Lead researcher Dr. Julie Ware at Cincinnati Children's Center for Breastfeeding Medicine and her team looked at birth certificate data from babies born in the U.S. between 2016 and 2018 and compared it to infant deaths that occurred up to a year after birth. Wait, how did they know whether or not the babies were being breastfed? That's a great question. By 2015, every state in the nation had adopted a new system of gathering data on birth certificates. One of the new data points was... Breastfeeding? Yeah. So researchers Mm. know whether or not the parents at least intended to initiate breastfeeding, and that's helpful information for this kind of study. Dr. Ware and her team were able to analyze nearly 10 million birth certificates, like just about every single baby born between 2016 and 2018, and compare that to infant mortality rates. 10 million is a massive sample size. See, I told you. It's huge. The data suggests that little chunksters who were breastfed are much more likely to make it through their first year. Okay, so why isn't everyone breastfeeding? There are a million reasons why some babies aren't breastfed. For one thing, some women simply can't because of medical conditions or lactation issues. Other moms have to work to support those babies and don't have the time. Moms face a ton of challenges. And while this study shows an association between breastfeeding and a reduced risk of infant mortality, there are other ways parents can keep their babies safe. That's a great point. But it does seem like studies like this can give us even more tools to make sure those kiddos lead healthy lives. That's definitely one of the benefits of research like this. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. Researchers have found that the toxic Korean rockfish produces a protein that is especially powerful when it comes to killing drug-resistant bacteria, a discovery that could one day lead to potent treatments for chronic infections in patients suffering from cystic fibrosis. Researchers have tested the DNA of dozens of remains found in cemeteries in the legendary ruins of Machu Picchu and discovered that the people who acted as servants to the royalty who lived there were not from the area around Machu Picchu. Scientists think they were likely taken from lands conquered by the Incas and arrived at the city alone. A new study of nearly 10 million American babies found that breastfed babies are 33% less likely to die during their first year of life. Not all mothers are able to breastfeed, but the study suggests that breastfeeding is one tool that can help lower infant mortality rates. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can find our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd love if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Our Discovery Executive Producer is Christina Bavetta. Our Wheelhouse DNA Executive Producer is Cassie Berman. This show is hosted by Callie Gade and Nate Bonham. Our producer is Kiara Noni, and our associate producer is Kimaya Floyd. Writing is done by Jed Bookout and Sam Osterhout. Our researcher is Marla Friedson. Sound design, audio engineering, and editing by Nick Carissimi. I'm Nate Bonham. And I'm Callie Gade. We'll see you next week. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.